The third section of Psalms, known as the Leviticus Psalms, remind us that the God who redeemed us is still with us. In fact, He has promised to never leave us or forsake us. Today, we join Scott Pauley in opening God's roadmap for life. Find your place in the Word of God in the Psalms, and let's discover what God has for us along the way. Are you enjoying all that God has for you as a believer? I'm not talking about material things or financial wealth. This is not the prosperity gospel. I'm asking you, are you enjoying all that Jesus Christ bought and paid for at Calvary? Are you living in His fullness, in His spiritual riches? Or are you living as a spiritual pauper when God has so much more for you? Listen to the words of Psalm 81 verse 10 today. Right in the heart of today's psalm, God says, I am the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. Open thy mouth wide, and I will fill it. If He's your God, and if He saved you, if you've been delivered from Egypt, you belong to Him, you're one of His people, then this is, this is God's Word. Open thy mouth wide, and I will fill it. This is the word of a loving father. We've all played the little game with our infant children. Open your mouth. Uh, the, the little airplane game coming in for a landing. If only we could get the little child to understand if they would just get their mouth open, we have something wonderful to give to them. How do you think our Heavenly Father feels? He's just trying to get us to open our mouth. Or perhaps the picture of a little mother bird feeding the little birds in the nest and all those little open mouths waiting, waiting to be fed. Oh, our loving Father has so much for us. Is, is your mouth open? This is the word of a wealthy king. They tell me that in ancient Persian custom, ancient kings used to, if they wanted to do a favor for a special visitor, an honored guest, they would honor them by asking them to open their mouth. Can you imagine? And then servants would come and they would place sweets and even jewels in the mouth of the guest. I'm for the sweets, let me tell you. I like that. It's one of my favorites. And I would certainly open my mouth if somebody wanted to put jewels in it for me to receive. Well, imagine the king of kings, the wealthiest king, saying, I have so much to give you if you'd just be willing to receive it. This is the word of a loving father. This is the word of a wealthy king. And this is the word of Almighty God, the God of all fullness. How much will he give? No, that's the wrong question. How wide can you open your mouth? It's not a matter of what he has. It's a matter of what we're ready and willing to receive. You see, some of us, we're pretty good at getting our mouth open, but when we open our mouth, it's to give to talk, to share our opinion, to, to give our verdict on something. But God says, no, no, open your mouth wide so I can fill it. It's the only place it's okay to be a big mouth, I would say. And there's a principle here, first of all, to obey. The principle to obey is simply this, open, open thy mouth. God is always looking for open people. Open to God, wide open to God. Are you wide open to God? Are you open to Him in prayer? Are you open to Him in faith? Are you open to Him in your expectancy? Are you, are you open to God? You see, the open mouth is simply a picture of an open heart. So if you want God's fullness, then first of all, you must get your mouth open. That's the principle to obey. Secondly, there's a promise to claim. He says, I will. It's a reminder to us of our emptiness and His sufficiency. 
I have a small clay bucket. That's what my life is. And it's leaky sometimes. But I can bring it to the well that is always full and a fountain that is always flowing. Friend, I don't have to always be at my best. I can't always be at my best. And you're not always at your best. But may I tell you that all I have to do is keep coming to the God that is always at His best. And maybe today you're not at your best. Friend, God still is. And this is a promise, a revelation of His fullness and His sufficiency. Philippians 4.19 says, But my God shall supply all your need according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. It's just another way of saying, Open thy mouth wide and I will fill it. There's not only a principle to obey, open your mouth, and a promise to claim, I will, but there's a proof to remember. Now, don't miss this. Did you notice that in verse 10, He did not begin with what He would do. He began with who He was. I am the Lord thy God. That's the first part of the verse. The last part of the verse is, I will fill it. I am always precedes, I will. You see, this principle, this promise is based on the unchanging character and nature of our faithful God. In fact, if you read the first nine verses, that's really what it's all about. That the God who opened the way out of Egypt, that the God who opened the Red Sea, uh, wants now you to open your life to Him and He wants to open all of His riches to you. I was thinking the other day, I stay in so many hotel rooms traveling and in many of these hotel rooms, uh, there are adjoining rooms. You know what I'm talking about, where you can get two rooms and you have to open the door on both sides to connect the two. Well, imagine that your life is an adjoining room to heaven. Your life is an adjoining room to the Father's house. Now watch this, please. His door is already open. As a matter of fact, He not only opened the door, He tore the doorknob off, He threw away the key. It's wide open. Heaven is wide open through the Lord Jesus Christ to us. But friend, if you keep your door closed, there's no access. But if you get your door open, oh, that's wonderful, isn't it? If you'll get your door open to God, you'll find that God's door is already open to you. And the God who filled Israel will fill you. And the God who, who opened His riches to the psalmist in Psalm 81 will open His riches to you. There's a past, a present, and a future tense in this psalm that's so beautiful. God has, God is, and God will if you and I will just get open to Him. Now as glorious and positive as Psalm 81.10 is, that's not the way the psalm ends. He says in verse 11, "...but my people would not hearken to my voice." and Israel would none of me. So I gave them up unto their own heart's lust, and they walked in their own counsels. Oh, that my people had hearkened unto me, and Israel had walked in my ways. I should soon have subdued their enemies and turned my hand against their adversaries. The haters of the Lord should have submitted themselves unto Him, for their time should have endured forever. He should have fed them also with the finest of the wheat, and with honey out of the rock should I have satisfied thee. That's how the psalm ends. Someone says, what's the great message? The great message is this, that if we don't open ourselves up to God, if we do not receive God's fullness, think of what we miss. I've marked in my Bible, in verse 11, the people would not. They would not. But when you get to the end of the psalm, he said, I should, I should have, I should have, I should have, I should have. You see, he could not do what he should have done, what he would have done because they would not open themselves to God. I'm thinking now of the famous words, the saddest words of tongue or pen are these four. It might have been. 
It's tragic to think that Psalm 81 is the psalm of what should have been, what could have been, what would have been, what might have been. Listen to the sad heart of God who says, I have so much more for you. Oh, you have all the Father's house. Why are you living like a pauper? That's what the prodigal finally came to when he thought of all the riches the servants had in the Father's house and he was eating uh, the husk that the swine did eat. My friend, God has so much more for all of us if you and I will simply open our mouth wide so that God can fill it. Can I tell you what frightens me in my own life? Now, the most frightening thought I have is about my own sin and disobedience to God. But watch this, please. The most frightening part of it is not what you get because of your sin, but rather what you miss. And the thing that I fear, standing before Almighty God someday at the judgment seat of Christ, and the Lord saying to me, Scott, look at this. Here are all the blessings I had, but you wouldn't trust me. Here are all the answers to prayer, but you never ask. And here are all the things I wanted to do in and through your life, but you wouldn't obey me. Oh, I don't want to get there only to discover that I missed so much that God had for me. God says, I am the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. Open thy mouth wide, and I will fill it. If you would like more information on knowing the Lord Jesus Christ in a personal way, or if you desire to grow in your faith, please visit us at scottpauley.org. We'd love to hear from you. You may also download your free copy of A Ready Reference of the Psalms to help you in our current study. We are praying that God will guide you today and that you will enjoy the journey.